Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio. In, in studio. In studio. Joined, as always, by Randy Vaughn. Angston. What's up, man? Good day, my friend. It's, uh, what is it? A Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. You doing tacos tonight? I could do tacos any day. Yeah. I did tacos yesterday. Let's be 100%. 100%. But I will not be doing tacos today. As long as you don't have the margaritas with it, I guess yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Tacos aren't that bad for you. I mean, a deconstructed taco is like my meal prep. Yeah, just without the tortilla? Yeah, I mean, like ground beef, some rice, some veggies. Like, what do you want? Yeah. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Quick announcement, everybody. Um, I just want to kind of give you everybody a heads up, a warning. I don't know when this episode's coming out, but you've got uh, the time is ticking away on our Fit Pro Growth Summit. Um, you know, fitprogrowsummit.com. That's our event in Nashville, like we said a million times before. If you're listening to this show, that means you should be in the audience. Now, we got some great speakers this year. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we got our friend Rick Mayo. I don't know if you guys know Rick Mayo is the founder of Alloy Personal Training. It's a it's a franchise now. He used to be a licensee, and many of you listening used that model sure. uh, back in the day, or a variation of kind of yep. some of the groundwork Rick laid. Yeah, exactly. And so he's going to be speaking about you know all the the things uh, you know trench you know in the trenches what he's learned um, and how to focus on that one thing, which for him was the franchise. Uh, we got Martin Rooney. Uh, he's our keynote, uh, kind of closing out the show. He's, uh, I would, you know, and I've told him this, I think he's the best speaker I've ever seen at any of the fitness summits. Uh, I mean, he brings energy. He coach, like, that's the thing. He's a coach, you know, like he, he exudes that from, from stage. And it's the difference of just somebody who could be up there and educate well. Like he gets you involved. He gets you connected to so the info. fired up. Yeah. He's going to leave everybody fired up. He cl- kind of closes the show out. He's got so many stories to tell. He's got some great books. Uh, we've got a book for everybody. His newest book is going to be on your desk or on your table when you get there on that Saturday. Um, and then, you of course, you got uh, Stu Brower mm-hmm. from WTF Gym Talk. Gym Talk, yeah. Uh, great guy. Comes from the CrossFit world. Uh, we've become friends over, over the last couple of years now. And he's just, uh, well, something's cool about him is, uh, he made a decision to retire from the gym business. He sold, uh, well, he owned the the property, and he's making more money from the the lease uh, that you know the tenants and sure. is kind of paying for his lifestyle. It's a great story. John Farkas, Jerry Washak of the Fit and Forty Two model. It's, gosh, what a great model! I still I tell him that every time. Yep. That model is just like one of my favorite models. Um, Teresa and Justin Kegley. It's just some great folks, uh, of course. Happy hours, networking. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some great people. I already know a lot of the people that are coming to the event. And but what's really cool about this year, and I'm the most excited about these are there's some folks I've never met before. There's a lot of that. Um, that that's something that we've said consistently is um, we're we're surprised at how many of the names aren't uh, people that you know have been in our ecosystem or or been part of the conversation before. So really excited to provide yep. some value and 
hopefully uh, expose people to some ideas and things like that, that they, they haven't heard before and uh, yeah. give them the opportunity to level up. So, yeah. And I just polished off my presentation for my first presentation yesterday. I'm excited. Oh man. Uh, so I've got 19 flags, uh, <laughs> stories and stories. Uh, it's gonna be a great presentation. Grab your tickets now, guys. Fitprogrowsummit.com. We are selling out and uh, you're not going to want to miss this. Yeah, absolutely not. All right. So this episode, guys, uh, we're going to talk about your gym being a relationship business. Yeah, I know. I know what this podcast title says. It says relationships in your gym. And that's the truth. It's sure. the relationships in your gym, but it may not be what you're thinking. Um, you know, the for years in this business, one of the tactics when somebody signs up with you is to ask them for referrals at the point of sale. Yeah. And you brought it up to me this morning. It's like, man, isn't this the dirtiest tactic in the book? It's like not dirty. It's just ingenuine, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. And, I mean, and so this has been around since I've been in this business. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, you have a sheet and you slide it over at the point of sale. Like, Hey, I know you're super excited about joining. Is there three to five friends that you can tell me that would also benefit from what you're doing and think about that position for a second. You're the person that just signed up. And now this gym who just for the last 20, 30, 40 minutes, was talking about you and your goals is now asking you to provide references and people that you can refer to them. It puts it, all of the emphasis on a P&L and takes it away from your needs. You as the client, like, yeah. So like if, you said, it's kind of and so, you know, how do you feel as that person? You're feeling like, man, this, this kind of sucks. It, it kind of feels greasy, a little mm -hmm. sneaky. Right. Um, and unfortunately that, that tactic is still being used daily in gyms across the U S well, across the world. Sure. And the thought process around why people do it is like, you have somebody who's so excited to sign up that it should be easy for them to just go ahead and give you other people. But at the end of the day, that you should, well, first off, you shouldn't be doing that at all. Because now that you understand, like, really, what kind of position does that put you in? Is the person that signs up, they don't care about me, they just want more members. Yep. And then the person on the other side, the gym selling this and asking for that referral at day one, you haven't earned the That's right it. to ask for a referral yet. You've proven nothing yet. This, so. this tactic screams the fact that it came from another industry, right? Like we talk about all the time, we sell delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. We sell an opportunity. We do not sell the result day one. If somebody is, if somebody goes to a tanning salon and they buy a package of, of I don't know, tans, I guess it is. Right. Tans. And then, you know, and, and in that initial transaction, they go, Hey, do you have any friends that are interested in also getting tanned today? Like I could kind of see that. Why? Because that person's walked away. They've already experienced it. They know what they're getting. It's easy to understand. But our results could be three, six, eight months from now. In the gym business. In the gym business. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Like the, the thing that matters to that client, we haven't even touched on. We haven't even come close to actually like providing that service. Right. So the whole earn the opportunity, right? We have not earned the right to ask for that referral because we have not served that client yet. Right. We haven't given them a reason to put their name on our business to yeah. their friends. I mean, the, and then you at the other end of the spectrum, we brought this up is myself i would be pissed if one of my friends gave my information to a company to call me mm -hmm. because simply because they were asked like that yeah like i value our relationship more than that sales tactic please don't do that to me right i don't need that person chasing me simply because 
they thought I was a great fit or something like yeah. that. Right. And, w- and what does the gym say when they call that person? Hey, we just signed up your friend Randy at the gym today. Uh, and he thought that you you'd could be also you, you'd be a great fit. Uh, would you like to come in? You're answering the phone. You're like, what are you talking about? Who are you? Yeah. Who's Randy? Like, what, 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 what are you talking about? So anyways, if you're doing that, pump the brakes a little bit and decide maybe, hey, maybe that's not the best solution to drive leads into your business. Yeah. Now, what are the good ways to drive leads into the business? Well, relationships with that client over time should result in referrals. And yes, down the road, once you've earned the right, and you've mm-hmm. got them results, you've, you've met their needs. Sure, it's okay at that point to say, hey, you know, we'd love to have more clients like you. And you know, you know, you, you have a friend or family you want to come in, bring in with you next time. There's nothing wrong with that down the, down the road. But at the point of sale, stop it, right? Well, you got to take the, the, you touched on it in the, the level of excitement, right? Mm-hmm. I completely agree. The best time to ask for a referral is when your client's excited. But make it when the client's excited about the results that you got them. That you earned. Not the, that you earned. Good call. Not mm-hmm. the fact that you convinced them to buy your stuff. Like, that is, it's so, it's yeah. insulting in my, like, I, this one rubbed me the wrong way. Like, on the way in, I was, it, 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 the idea came up in a po- uh, book we were reading. Yep. And um, I was just like, I can't believe businesses are doing this today. Especially training businesses. I mean, we're talking two, three, four, five hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. If it was a 999 gym and it was turn and burn and that was their whole model, I could kind of see how gyms are doing that today. But even then, like it's still disgusting in my opinion. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. it's the wrong way to go about it. That's really what it is. So, uh, you know, obviously as a gym, you want to, you want referrals. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, we just met, I just, we have a coaching client that just came on board a gym owner in Texas. That's almost all he has yeah. is referrals. And that's great, but it, it comes a point in time. And if you listen to a couple of our podcasts to go like, Hey, this isn't going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And sure the newness of the gym and everybody's coming in, that's great. And capitalize on that. But you've got to earn the business over the long term. So how do you do that? It's a client experience. And, and you know, the book that we're talking about, if you guys ever want to go read it, it's a great book called uh, Never Lose a Customer Again. Um, it's got a little red balloon on the yeah. cover if you want to check that out. But uh, it talks about, you know, the, the, the experience in your gym and how to, how to win over your clients for the long term. Uh, another thing that they talk about in that book, which was interesting, was like, hey, when you give somebody a gift, maybe it's, you know, 30 days or 90 days or a thank you for doing business with us. A lot of gyms or a lot of businesses will send over a logo on a cup and a T-shirt with your logo on it. It's really not a gift for, the, for them. For them. It's a yeah. gift for the business. And yes, while it's awesome to get a shirt and especially in the gym, like in the gym, I almost feel like this is the only time you can do that because they, they need stuff to wear in the gym anyway. So it's kind of a benefit for this throw a shirt on or whatever. Sure. It's got your logo on it. It's a win-win. Uh, but like if you really want to wow that customer, uh, you give them something that means something to them, like, like like a book or a bottle of wine that they talked about or, or, or if they're going to on a trip, something for that trip that you listen to what they were saying and you gave them like whatever, like a towel for the trip, going to the beach. Hey, I'm excited for you. We'll see you when you come back kind of thing. Uh, one of the things that we're doing here is books. Like we yeah. came out with a list of books. We, we bought a, a stack of books and we're going to be, you know, handing them out uh, based on the client, you know, and the conversations they're mm-hmm. having, you know, organically, right? Organically. Um, and so, you know, referrals are great, but we have to, we have to pump the brakes at the point of sale. Don't do that. But uh, over time, listen, you guys, you can, you can win your clients over with great, you know, if you respect them and they'll respect you, but if you give them a great experience and there's so many little touch points along the way, 
and we're we're revamping and rebuilding, uh, you know, our model here to touch the, you know, touch the client, you know, reach out and communicate at specific times, gifts, meetings, yeah, you know, special things that happen uh, throughout their journey, uh, badges, rewards, you know, levels, and all that kind of stuff, and you know. You would say Jordan Peterson, if there's anything that's doing well, we're doing better, yeah, right? Yeah. And so we constantly are looking at that, and we've rebuilt it. We've actually done the first 52 weeks of their membership. Like, but that, that's the first 100 days anymore. Yeah, I love We've taken that. it all the way yeah. through. Hey, guys. As you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. And, and there's, there's things that should be done on top of it. I'm, um, a great thing came up yesterday in, in one of my coaching calls with my coach, and it was um, uh, un uh, not, uh, unexpected intentional touches. So you got your clients out there, you know, pick, shoot them a text. Like it, sometimes outside of this, the, the realm of like the, the, the routine or the automated, mm -hmm. right? Like it's a Monday, just that random touch point. Like make it, make it a habit in your business to, to shoot two texts to two clients a day. Like just, hey, how, you know, how, it's been a minute since we talked. Like how's your journey going? Yep. Or talk about something specific that maybe you do know is going on or whatever it may, might be, but not the routine. Mm -hmm. um, he talked about some numbers, you know, that, it, that how it's affected their business and things like that, but massive. Um, he worked for an organization in Microsoft and he was brought in to coach a team in Microsoft. And the team that he coached, this was one of the biggest things that they brought up that changed their business the most they felt that team had the highest scores of any team in Microsoft in the entire world, simply by changing that one thing. Which was what? It's adding uh, unexpected intentional touches to their clients' days. So yeah. they, they did nothing else for, like the only thing that they focused on was adding like a couple touch points. random touch points yeah, in a well, day. Great, great, we're doing that here. So that's, Exactly, that's, but I, it goes I, to show that relationship, it, you built the relationship. You weren't concerned about the sa a sale. You weren't concerned yes. about, you know, like some of that stuff. You just showed the client that you cared about them. I think the overall message here, everybody listening, is there's two different types of business. There's a transactional business and then the relationship business. And so the transactional business is like, hey, I go pump my gas at the gas station. Mm -hmm. I give my money. I get the gas. I go on my way. There's no relationship involved at a gas station or something like that, right? Yeah. Where, or a coffee shop. You know, you go you're buy, gonna your buy the gas anyways. Yeah, buy the car. Yeah, exactly. And so that's what that's the opposite of what we do in the fitness industry. We are so relationship driven. 
and here's how here's how you can tell how big of a relationship driven business you are is just listen to the conversations out on the training floor. Yeah. They're telling about their lives, their stories, their kids, or you know, their animals, or dogs and stuff. All that stuff's going around. You're not having that kind of conversation at a gas station or a you know a what whatever. Like think about any yeah, transaction. Teller or yeah. Now that's if you're doing it right. Now there's plenty of gyms that have become a transactional business, which is not a good place to be because next, guess what? They can go down the street and mm -hmm. do the same business with somebody else. There's no tie to your gym. And so what do I mean by that? If somebody comes in, works out, doesn't talk to anybody and leaves, that's technically a transaction. It's just that there's no relationship involved. There's no communication with the staff or other members and all that stuff. And so there's really no other tie than you're solving the need of getting the workout today. Sure. And that's one of the red flags that we we're going to bring up in the uh, presentation is like, look, you have to be more than a place that, that people work out. Mm -hmm. um, the minimum expectations is the workout. You, you can tie this back to a hotel. The, the minimum expectation is a room to sleep in. There you go. But then you look at some hotels that are doing it off the charts, like the W Hotel and the Four Seasons and the Ritz-Carlton, the Waldorf Astoria, and these places that are just over the top. Oh, the standards of a hotel. Yeah, some of these. It's yeah. the experience. Yep. and. You know, in a transactional world of hotels, they have driven the relationship uh, into their business. Hey, Mr. Johnson, hey, Mr. Lyons, welcome back. You do, would you like that, you know, thing that you talked about last time? They've got the notes in their CRM. It's all built into their system. I'm glad you just said that right there because you touched on it earlier when you were talking about, like, talking with your clients about, um, you know, the things that are specific to them. When you, when you give them gifts or you do certain things like that, you hit it right there. Those organizations are doing it because they have the data capped into a CRM. Yes, yes. So do we, right? Like, so like you guys should too. You should you should know your clients' pets' names after it's been mentioned a couple times. Family, family names, occupation. There you go. Right, family, What's occupation. Your, um, what is that? It's acronym? Ford. Ford. Yeah. Relationship. Uh, you know what? I, and I'll give credit to where I read this. This was an uh, our buddy Hank H four training. He does this. He wrote a book. He sent it to me, and I read it. It's one of the biggest takeaways in the book. It's Ford. Everybody should have a Ford, like like an acronym Ford. It's like family. Are they married? They have kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, grand. Are they grandparents? Uh, o is the occupation. Are they a dentist, a flight attendant, a pilot, or whatever. And then. Um, R and D uh, desires was the, the the thing, and then what's recreation the, maybe recreation golfer yeah. yeah archery or or if they like the freaking sew like mm -hmm. and then you have those kind of touch points on every client you can have that relationship with them how well, are your kids doing how, how's uh, how's Marley the dog you know like you told me about the dog. if you remember all these things about their client your clients it's just like man what a what a better bond they have to your business one of I it. it certain things just stick right one the one-liners and things like that like i i had a coach tell me i think it was it zig ziglar or, or jim Rohn's. one of them said it like an old sales great and it was people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care yeah and it's as simple as that sometimes it's like you know we could be there and we could just pour like just talk to somebody at somebody mm -hmm. they don't give a damn you know what i mean but you show that like you ask them questions you engage them you give them the opportunity to hit, have the floor and mm -hmm. make that relationship the priority, you're never gonna battle results with your clients. You know what I mean? They're gonna tell you about that extra glass of wine. They're gonna talk about these things, like that. those walls come down, that trust is built. What's it's, that book, How to Win Friends and Influence People? Mm -hmm. Do you know what the whole concept of that book is? Better relationships? It's listening. Listening, yeah. Let, don't talk, listen. Uh, there's a story in that book that two people are on a flight next to each other and one guy, 
just talked the whole time and one guy didn't say a word. And at the end of the flight, the guy that was talking the whole time, man, that was a great guy. What a nice guy, that guy, man, I like that guy. Cause he sat and listened to him and maybe like cued him. Hey, tell me more about yeah. that. And, and if you're talking all the time in your training sessions, you're not letting your clients talk, or at least at the sales conversation, you're losing, you're losing the battle. So intentional listening, right? Making mm -hmm. sure that you're, you're not just staring at them, thinking about the next thing to say, but you're actually listening to the words that they're saying and then making reference to those things that you can bring up later in the conversation. It's a great sales play, but it's also a better relationship play. Uh, active listening is great. I'm glad you mentioned that, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we, we, I was just talking about that with somebody yesterday. I, you could always tell somebody who's either who gets it well, uh -huh. right? Like they've they've done the reps, they've been in the positions, or has had training or things like that, right? Because you they're they're intentional about the conversation. Mm -hmm. They do repeat certain things that you've mentioned back because it solidifies yeah. the fact that they're paying attention, and that stuff's great, and it it goes a long way. And those relationships. And those are the things, the, back to that book, like the whole idea is to get those people to like the promoter stage, right? Build the relationships in your business. So you have people running around screaming your, you know, about your service. And yeah. it, it's a really hard thing to do if you're focused on that transaction. It's yeah. impossible if you're going to be focused yeah. on that transaction. Yeah. So yeah. just take it back to the gas station. Hey, that pump was the fastest pump in town. Let me tell you about this. You need to go to that gas. Nobody's saying that kind of stuff. So listen, guys, I mean, the overall arching message here is, if you find yourself more of a transactional business, what? I, I'll finish that because I, 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 I'll, I'll, I just want to add emphasis to the transaction and the yeah, relationship. Transactional business, take a step back and figure out how to inject uh, relationships into your business. Listen to what your clients say. Take notes in the CRM. Make sure that you have the data points that you can speak to. And then, you know, reach out, have conversations and really at the end of the day, caring about your client and caring about your client's results is the name to the game. That's, that's the, the, the way to success in this business. Exactly. To take, just to, to solidify that point, the relationship matters, transactional business. If your business is transactional, you will lose it based on the lack of relationship. And I'll, I'll explain that. I went to a gas station mm -hmm. and even though it's transactional, when they drop the ball on the relationship that I, we, we still expect in a transaction, mm -hmm. I stopped going back and I'll explain. There's a gas station that's the perfect, most convenient one on my way to work, right? Well, a couple, it's happened a couple times now where their systems go down and they, they go cash only. I can understand it if it was once, seldom. This has been for like days at a time, multiple times now. And so for me, that's extremely inconvenient. I don't have cash. It's a gas station, right? So typically when I stop, it's, it's Stay quick. Stay at the pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, I don't have to go, you know, engage yeah. and do all this. So the fact that a transactional situation, that's really where our relationship was, was rooted in, but because they failed the relationship at all, they failed the agreement that they had with me. The base, base agreement. There is no transaction possible. Yeah. So now I drive past that gas station, even though their stuff's fixed, yeah. even though that I can do that, like today, for example, I grabbed an energy drink mm -hmm. on the way to the office. I drove past that business intentionally yeah, yeah. because they burned the relationship with me too many times. I mm -hmm. stopped three times. I can't, I couldn't get my transaction to take place. They're done. Somebody else earned it. They're so done. the relationship far, far exceeds or exceeds the actual transaction as long as you can be intentional with the relationship. Yeah. But it's just as easy to lose that yeah, from the transaction. Yeah, very, so yeah, you're at risk. You're at always. Risk. So fix it. 
go go off my friends and go fix these uh, businesses. And that's really the point of this, you know, this whole story is like, look, just take a look at your business and, and, and admit maybe there's some things you can do better and mm -hmm. then just go do it. Just go make those things. And, you know, we gave you tons of little tips and nuggets you can do. Go do it. Yep. Take action. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. Until next show, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.